Evening all and welcome to Alive and Kicking, the 90s football podcast. And this is a little mini show, a little mini episode, a cheap plug episode I think we're going to call as we look forward to next Sunday, Sunday the 4th of August. There's a special festival called Jumpers for Goalposts hitting London and Alive and Kicking are going to be there and we're going, as Martin Tyler would say, we're going live. Yes, very much so. So we thought we'd take an episode, have a quick chat about it, reveal a little couple of nuggets that we haven't said on the show before. And to do that, of course, will be my comrades joining me on the show, not just tonight, but obviously on the live show in, uh, what was it, 10 days, 11 days, Sunday week, wherever how many days that is. Um, first, he is a social media mogul for many of TV's greatest hits, Mr. Joel Young. How are you doing on this very, very hot day? It's a very, very hot night. I am currently doing this outside. I haven't dropped my microphone to give, because I know that Matthew suffers from microphone envy with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually walking around the garden with the cat. If you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you'll just see I'm always outside with a cat. So this is where we are now, in the dusk, in the warm. It's 26 degrees in London, uh, and it's ridiculous. It's no good for a ginger boy like me. It's like I said, I'm going to the te- I'm going to the test match on me. Thursday. Thursday's meant to be killer. As and well. it's, it's going to be, be 39 degrees. Ridiculous. And I'm like, I'm pasty, I'm northern, I'm ginger. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to cope. So I might not even get it the next Sunday. I might still be dying from sunstroke or to be a sunburn or something by then. It's, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's a, it's Hold a... on, Ash. While, we think, while I think about the cricket, were you actually watching the Cricket World Cup fight? Well, you know, I jumped, I'm, I completely became a bandwagon jumper on, was it, was it last Sunday? Sunday before, Sunday, Super Sunday yeah. week. I was watching the Wimbledon final because I'm a big Wimbledon fan and cheering on Fed and being very disappointed that he lost in that epic final. Um, but I was watching it with my brother-in-law who had, we had split screen and he was watching the cricket as well. Not a cricket fan, don't barely understand the rules. So he, I was kind of half an eye on it, he was explaining the rules. The tennis finished and obviously it went into that Super Over, which is like the, the greatest thing I've ever seen in, in cricket ever. Um, and yeah, got into it. It was like one, of, you know, it's like when somebody doesn't like football and they want to watch a penalty shootout. I felt like that kind of person in that point. So I didn't celebrate. I don't feel like it's fair because I'm not a cricket fan. But it was a, it was a very good sporting moment. I very much enjoyed that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I did become a cricket fan for all of however long those Super Overs was. Um, but we've kept, we've, we've kept somebody very quiet too long. Um, Mr. Matthew Christ, writer of many plethora outlets. How are you doing, sir? You, you enjoying the heat? How hot is it in Liverpool? It's, well, on my. Uh, can I just say before we go any further? I think that's the longest intro ever before you've come to me. I know, me. I know. You know yeah. I know you. You normally leave me till the till the bitter end, but um, I think the best for last, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Don't very warm Joel. here. Um, I think I can. <laughs> I think I can trump Joel in his manicured garden in North London. I'm stood on my balcony here, overlooking uh, Albert Dock. There's a, there's a seagull float. Is the weather map still there, Matthew? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, they been, did. Yeah, I think that's, that's been long uh, removed. Yeah, I think what that's at the name? bottom of the. Rather than floating on the Mersey, I think that's now at the bottom of the Mersey. Um, As it tall, probably but, should be. <laughs> yeah, um, did I think they revived it for um, for the anniversary show? Didn't they? They did one, didn't they? And Keith Lemon did it and jumped in the a few years ago. What was the bloke's name? He used to do that. Fred, we don't talk Fred Talbot. He's currently in jail for Fred, horrendous crimes. Yeah, I just I knew it was Fred in my head, but it was annoying me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's still yeah. Hot, it's hot, it's hot, so you're both outside, and I'm sweating here in my dining room. Yeah, so. but you live in a palatial. Yeah, your house is your, your house is so big, Ash. It would take you half an hour to go outside. It's still bloody hot. Once it, he doesn't call it outside. He calls it the grounds. Yeah, yeah that's the grounds. It, the grounds. Yeah. But then, it, but he hasn't got a gardener. I don't believe. I mean, no. Who would who would have such a thing? Yeah, I've got a gardener. Well, like we just have a gardener who comes around and. You know, mows the lawn at stupid o'clock in the morning just to annoy me. Oh, we've got the, we've got the sheep to do that, in the, so yeah, we've got the oh, sheep. sheep. To eat the grass. You've got the livestock. 
They're not mine. They're the farmers <laughs> next door, but they're not my sheep. Um, next door to a farmer. Yeah, I do. My my daughter is just she doesn't even, she's so blasé about sheep. She just looks at them like, yeah, what well, I see sheep every day. Where I'm still like, look, there's sheep. A boy from South East London looking at sheep. It's all very strange. Do you still just aeroplanes, Ash? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spitfires down here. That's what we get. Proper old school at, at the headcorn flying grounds that are, that are nearby. Anyway, we're not here to talk about my palatial house, which really isn't. I live in a very simple house in the country. In the Have country. you finished doing it up yet? I think Blur it. wrote a song about that. Yeah, they did indeed. A very good song. Um, it is, yeah, it's, we're, we're done. We're doing the garden next. So, yeah. Oh, well, that, that would take about three years then. Oh, God. Well, they, Not the grounds. The, so much acreage, yeah, Matthew. The grounds. Yeah. You're making me sound like, what's that show on TV, Escape to the Chateau? That's what I'm saying about right now. Which, they, those people are ridiculous as well, by the way. I really hate Escape to the Country. It drives me mad. Yeah. Any, anyway, as we hear the sounds of the Albert Dock in the background, how much, boys, are we looking forward to jumpers for goalposts this in uh, Sunday week? It's getting close now, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be an insane, insane, insane week because uh, I'm supposedly going to Matthew's favourite place on earth, Kenilworth Road, on the Friday to go to Luton Town versus Middlesbrough. Oh, the the of the... Of the for, uh, Premier League still walks, Luton Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then, uh, then we've got jumps for goalposts on the Sunday. We'll be at, we'll be performing, you know, doing our little turns and that. And then I'm going up to Middlesbrough on my birthday, which is the sixth. So yeah, if you want to send gifts, just get it sorted out. We can do that for you. Uh, and then I'm going to the cricket again on the eighth of August at Lords. So it's going to be quite a hectic sporting week I think oh, really yes very much so and Matthew you're, you're going to be coming down from the you know, Heavy Hearts Liverpool to join us as well I'm actually looking forward to the event oh, I'm absolutely looking forward to it I mean, that's so much so that I booked my train down a full 24 hours beforehand not at all anything to do with the fact it was about £50 pounds cheaper <laughs> but um, you know just to be able to come down to the big smoke and uh, enjoy the fact that pints are about Five pounds more expensive than they are here. We'll be sneaking um, out beer in. We'll be sneaking. Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm bringing a, a whole crate of, of pear cider. Obviously, I'll be all a whole, right. Lovely. A whole a whole virgin carriage dedicated to uh, my takeaway pear cider. There'll be there'll be and, a few uh, comp drinks. I'm, I like to. I've been told so. We might we may get a few freebies here and there. Not. Well, know, I should hope so. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, we're not. Well, we are artists. Not, we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, no I one's going to be calling us that. Yeah, I can't wait to see the green room, to be honest. But, yeah, um, I, don't, I think it's more like a green area more than a room. But um, yeah. for anyone who hasn't really looked at what Jumpers for Goalpost is um, before listening to this little cheap plug that we're doing here, um, it's at Printworks in London, which is, I believe, Canada Water, Surrey Keys, that way. Big old area. I think a lot of sort of events go on there. So it's a really cool place to put it on. It's two days. So, we, yeah, we're on the 4th of August, but there's a whole host of things happening on the Saturday. Um, lots of talks and panels and exhibitions, workshops. Um, there's retro games all weekend. Um, some big names on the Saturday as well as the Sunday as well. But we are on stage from 11.45 in the morning to 12.45 an hour slot. Um, tickets are still available if you go on their Twitter feed at jumpers underscore four um, or the website, which is uh, on the, all the details are on their Twitter feed as well. So um, tickets still available. You can buy tickets for a, the Saturday, the Sunday or the whole weekend. Really reasonably priced. There. They start at £20. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be um, a really, really fun weekend. But let's focus on our little little ditty. And we can announce a couple of little things. We 
we've been saying we haven't really known what we're doing, which wasn't a complete lie until kind of <laughs> 24 hours ago. Um, but we, 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 are, we can announce, firstly, we have got a special guest on the night, so not only will it be me, Joel and Matthew uh, taking to the stage. Um, are you still on the dock, mister? Because there's a lot of wind going on the line. I think that will be me. Oh, is that you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah. I've guarded it now. Yeah, no, that's better, yeah. Because there is some breeze in London then. Um, so yeah, we've got a special guest to announce. So joining us on stage in what will we like to call kind of a, a theme that we're kind of calling Reverse Room 101. We'll get a better title on the night, but that's what we're kind of going with at the moment. Um, the three of us and this guest will be arguing some of the best categories of the 90s with a minute each, even a clock. We're going to provide some sort of countdown clock. And, and then the audience on the night, will do this, or the night or the afternoon, will decide who goes into this new 90s greatest sort of thing we are creating so and joining us on stage will be ex-Arsenal, West Ham and England left back Nigel Winterburn. Happy about that lads? Well isn't that exciting? Very exciting. It's exciting, I wasn't being sarcastic. No I think it is, I I think I did realise when up before we came on the show we've done two live shows now and done two England left backs so that must be, we've very much found our niche. How many more are there to choose? Yeah exactly, so we've got Stuart Pearce obviously Graham Lasseau. Graham Lasseau, yeah Did anyone else play left back for England? Rob Jones was right back. Rob Jones was a right back Neville. Did Phil Neville yeah. might have snuck in, might need to all together. Gary Neville won it, was he? Played no, Phil, Phil Neville was the left back, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah well, Phil Neville played left back. He was a utility yeah. man, wasn't he? There must be someone random that we're forgetting. They'll, they'll start, well, Warren Barton or someone. Clive Wilson should have played for England in the 90s, but yeah, he, he's already been on the show. So, um, But yeah, so Nigel Winterburn will be joining us, which is really exciting. Um, big thanks to the the, uh, the boys at Play With A Legend who've helped sort that out with us as well. So he'll be joining us on stage and we will be arguing uh, the best 90s kit, the best 90s goal, the best 90s player, the best 90s game, and then our special wild card category, um, which will be a lot of fun. Um, we all get a minute each to decide. So, I mean, we w- the episode's going to be recorded, so this isn't something that you will miss out on. So we will record the episode and put it out in a couple of weeks. Um, but we've all got our list together. We won't reveal them on this show. We'll wait until the show. But um, we, we're looking forward to the theme, aren't we, Joel? Oh, God, very much so. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got some incredible stuff. Tucked, uh, you know, tucked up my sleeve. I think uh, I, th- I don't think anybody would be surprised who my player is. But apart from that, you know, there might be a couple of shocks. Yeah. Well, who, who do you think Ash's kit might be? Yeah, that's the obvious one. It's coming with me as well. It doesn't fit anymore, but it will be coming with me on the on the day. It will be on the table, or we don't even know what quite the setup is. But yeah, a few nineties pro- props will be adorning the stage as well that I'll bring for my own. Are you bringing a Tamagotchi? No, a football night, football props. I don't think I ever owned a Tamagotchi. A Tamagotchi, whatever it was called. I don't think I ever owned one of them. Never really saw the point. Tamagotchi. Yeah, Tamagotchi. I never really saw the point in those. Well, um, now that you live with sort of dogs and sheep and I'm, I'm cattle real and life. livestock yeah, and everything, yeah. you know, it's a bit of overcompensation, I think. Yeah, it's real life. And, and not only that, I'll have a second child happening this uh, early next year as well now. So, yeah. Oh, this is oh, big news. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's the, the, the second big reveal of this. Yeah, well, yeah. that wasn't part of the show. Ash's yeah. Ash has been eating his greens. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. congratulations, Ash. Well done, you. Thank you very much. You just yeah. always need a project, you, don't oh. you? You know, the house is finished, the garden will be finished. Now it's like we'll have another child. Yeah, you sound you know, like you might, never uh, stop. No, and is... then you know what will happen? It'll be time to move house. No, this is it. This is the end of everything. This is the final jigsaw puzzle. Piece. The end of everything. Well, yeah. I, I think that's. A, I think about... that's... Go on. I was going to say the end of everything. What a lovely way to talk about, you know, having <laughs> your second child. Yeah. yeah, the end of everything is apt today, considering what's yeah, happened in the big true. wide yeah, world. I know, yeah, very much so. Yeah, keep it nineties. Yeah, keep it nineties. <laughs> keep it non-political. 
Um, mm. But um, yeah, I mean, Matthew, you got fond Mary. I thought we'd talk a little bit about Winterburn. Any favourite? Obviously, we've talked about Winterburn a lot in certain uh, shows before, especially with your BFF, Brian McClare. But what are your memories that jump out of Nigel Winterburn um, from the 90s? Do you really want me to say? Well, I mean, in fairness, I was thinking about this because we were talking off, off air or, you know, between ourselves um, yesterday about um, the great United uh, Arsenal rivalry of the uh, 90s, um, uh, stroke 2000s, I suppose you could say. And um, I would I would firmly put Nigel Winterburn in that in that category of, of one of the key players in that Arsenal team that went on to sort of dominate or vie with United for um, for supremacy in the um, in the Premier League era. Really, I know I know a lot of players get more glory, Vieiras and Petit and what have you. But I mean, without players like Winterburn, um, I don't think Arsenal would have reached the heights that they did. And um, obviously, from a United Arsenal point of view, which I'm not really that bothered about these days, but um, he was he was quite a key player, I suppose you could say. He um, he was heavily involved in the. Um, the brawl of the first or the second or the third battle of Old Trafford, whichever <laughs> one it was, in um, in November 1990, when he there was a bit of retribution dished out. I think you would, could fairly say by my old mucker Brian McClare, who Winterburn had wound up about three years before when McClare missed a penalty in the FA Cup quarterfinal at Highbury. Oh, yeah, Do you Frankie, remember? I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, you forgot? Well, that was the key. That was the key to the whole brawl, really. Um, McClare missed the last-minute penalty at Highbury and later told me that he had his car stolen that day as well. Um, oh, God. And uh, as he said, you, th- you thought you had a bad day. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, obviously when the teams met at Old Trafford in November 1990, I think October 1990, um, yeah, tempers flared, uh, McClare and Winterburn had a bit of a row and, and uh, we, we all remember what happened after that. But that's purely a sort of United... Arsenal rivalry. I have no, absolutely no beef with the guy at all. I think he was an absolutely fantastic left back and, a, and part of a brilliant Arsenal back four that went on to um, went on to sort of I would say dominate. But but you know, between United and Arsenal in those ten years or so in the in the mid nineties and to the early two thousands um, were you know, to me the, the greatest rivalry in English football, the last great rivalry in English football, and um, I think. Mr. Winterburn has to take a lot of credit for that because, as we always know, the defenders never always get the credit they deserve. And uh, the likes of Nigel and uh, Lee Dixon and Steve Bold and Tony Adams and all those great Arsenal defenders um, really, it was all thanks to them, really. So, um, I wonder what Nigel Winterburn thought about being um, triumphed in the 1990s movie The Full Monty. Because one of the parts when they're learning the dance steps is the Arsenal offside trap, isn't it? I don't know why oh, that's right. just popped in. I wonder what the hell you were going on about. I was like, was he in that? <laughs> oh, right, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. ask him all night. Yeah, when they're doing hot stuff in the yeah, doll yeah, queue. Yeah, and then they yeah. say, no, you've just got to yeah. step forward, like the Arsenal offside trap. And then this. Well, so Nigel Winterburn is a point of reference within that film. But this, goes back, but this goes back to what I'm saying, or I was trying to say, stumbling around. But I, I think that Arsenal team, and, and, we're, and we're talking probably what, two, three good Arsenal teams in that yeah. Wenger, George Graham, Arsenal Wenger era. Yeah. But so many of those players don't get the credit they deserve. You know, people, they're, they're, there was obviously the whole boring, boring Arsenal thing that went back to the sort of 70s and, and 80s. But even up until recently, people would sort of turn their nose up and smirk at, at Arsenal purely because they were looked at as being so defensive. But I mean, that not that the cornerstone to every great 
uh, team that's ever won anything in in world football. I mean, particularly in English football. I mean, that is every team would want a back four that would contain people like Nigel Winterburn and, and Bold and Adams and Keown and all those great names that we can reel off. And I think they're easily easily forgotten in a you know the sort of era that we're we're talking about, particularly. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure Nigel sleeps very easily at night, not worrying about the fact that he didn't get the glory, but. Um, uh, yeah, I think every good team needs someone like uh, Nigel Winterberg. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think we've said this before, it's baffling that no England manager ever tried to do that back four because they were so successful, weren't they, in their eras? Um, even when then you had Keown as well later in the decade and they meshed two different eras of Arsenal as well, from the George Graham to the Arsene Wenger as well. So, yeah, um, I was just looking at his stats on here and he's like, such a decorated player. Won the league three times, um, two FA Cups, a League Cup... Uh, Charity Shield, obviously the Cup Winners' Cup in '94. You know, he, he won pretty much all the big honours. I mean, two England caps. I'm surprised at that. I thought he had more, which says a lot about the longevity of um, Stuart Pearce and then Graham Lasso. But yeah, I mean, a completely underrated player. I always remember, for me, when I think of Nigel Winterburn, I obviously think of, of um, Paolo Di Canio as well. So maybe we'll chew in that question at some point to him on the afternoon because it was fun to hear his side of that um, that moment with Paul Orcock. Um, there was also a goal he scored um, in the London derby against Chelsea where he absolutely as kids would say now top, yeah. top bins um, it used to be called a howitzer yeah one of those yeah <laughs> he, he, he thwacked it into the top corner I think it was a 2-2 draw I want to say um, late yeah. 90s and then I think a couple of seasons later Silvino who was a left back as well did the same exact thing in the same game um, but yeah so he had a shot on him as well but I mean he's always come across as a great guy on TV and he does stuff for BT Sports so yeah I'm really looking forward to him joining us, joining in the, the banter, as, uh, for want of a better word. And uh, if we can skew in a few questions amongst the, uh, the theme that we're going for, I think it'll be a really interesting afternoon. So, yeah, if you are about in London and looking for something to do in a couple of weekends' time, um, I know it's the first opening weekend of the Championship, which we're all, well, two of us are very much looking forward to. Um, but I didn't say I was very much looking forward to it. I just said I was going to Kenilworth Road. Oh, I am. I mean, it was the hope that always kills you. But after, you know, at least the opening weekend, you're still a little bit hopeful. No, are you not? I think, well, I don't know. I just, you know my feelings. <laughs> I, he's got some feelings, it's true. It's a very open league, I think, the Championship this season. Very open league. Um, we haven't signed anybody yet, I think, which is quite... Um, disconcerting, but he is going to play young kids, and he is going to. He says he's going to attack. Which after the few years that, that was we've Woodgate had, and Keane, isn't it? I, was trying, I was trying to think who. Yeah, was. it's Jonathan Woodgate and Robbie Keane. Yeah, so yeah, Robbie Keane's the assistant, of course, and Woodgate's the head coach. But um, it's it's the first manager that I've not actually liked on a personal level. <laughs> Even though he used to drink in your your bar when you were well, I think DJing that's probably the reason why. It's a, I think oh, that's yeah. the reason why I, I, I don't particularly. I'm not particularly fond of him. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll yeah. say no more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a very open league. Um, we must mention a couple of other people that are going to be um, there, especially on the Sunday as well. Um, a friend of the show who was on our last episode, um, John Devling, he's joining a, a panel to talk about um, Get Shirty, the Admiral documentary that was on a couple of... 18 months ago or something? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a little while ago. Yeah, yeah, it's a great documentary though, and uh, John was a big part of that, so he's going to be on a panel talking about that. He's also doing uh, a book signing as well, so if you've got any copies of his brilliant True Colours books, bring them along and he'll get them signed. Um, he was I'm... talking about Save Our Shirt today, which I think is... Do you know about Save Our Shirt? With this, of course this I do. Stunt that... 
Paddy Power are doing. Absolute ridiculous stunt, yeah. To try to try get rid of sponsors off shirts is the stupidest thing. It's like every shirt I've ever known from Borough, as far as I've been alive, has had a sponsor on. Well, if they'd, had that, if they'd had that stunt 30 years ago, we wouldn't have had a whole hour and 10-minute show the <laughs> yeah. other week with John Lewis. I know they're, they're trying to cash in on the, you know, the sentiment behind it, but I'm like you. I, I think a, a football shirt kind of looks unfinished if it doesn't have a sponsor. I'm not down with sponsors that don't like, like ruin the shirt, like the new Sheffield United sponsor that looks horrible, or I'm not particularly pleased with how many betting companies we see in the modern day. But for me, I always think to have a, a shirt is kind of defined. Sometimes. I always kind of remember West Ham not having it a sponsor. It looked weird, didn't it? Uh, it just did look really peculiar. And I'm just like, no, I, I, I want it there. I want it there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not bothered. And if it pumps some more money into the club, fine. Exactly. I, I did have a problem. I did have a problem when we were sponsored by Ramsden's pawnbrokers. I did have an issue then. because I, I, I'm I, glad I, you not... put brokers on the end of that sentence. There was an <laughs> yeah. awkward pause for a bit. Yeah. Because I'm sort of, you know, I'm not yeah. down with that sort yeah, there, of thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. There are certain things that you don't want to be, but I think, you know, I've got no real massive problem with shirt sponsors. And I think it's kind of, you know, Paddy Power are doing this, but then gaining traction and advertising off it anyway. So it, it doesn't really work, does it? It's, it comes full circle because they are becoming a sponsor by unsponsoring as it Huddersfield and Motherwell. It's it's a bit silly. And also, there's a, even though there's no sponsor on it, there's an Umbro logo on their kit. So there's a logo on there anyway. So it's kind of yeah. where, where do you stand, both of you, on um, the sort of mass or multiple sponsorship of shirts? Like um, you probably don't watch it, Ash, because it's far too working class for you. But um, <laughs> um, rugby league and, and or, or even some of the Spanish clubs or lower division like clubs it. have sponsorship on the back, the front, yeah. the bottom half, the shirt, the, the sleeves. I mean, yeah, do you see, think that's going too the, far? The sleeves is or have I gone? the sleeves have kind of crept in haven't they in the Premier League in the last um, season or two I think it's been allowed I don't like it it's too much um, the, champion, the Football League have had back sponsors for a while because we've had a few over the years uh, at QPR but no I think one sponsor is fine that's enough for me I think I'm not for kind of you know I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saved the shirt blah 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 but I think one sponsor I would when I think in the French League there's always teams that have like six or seven it's just it really, you can't really see this. You can't see the wood for the trees. It's too many sponsors for me. I don't, Joe. Uh, I don't know if you feel the same or. And yeah, I mean, we've got them on the backs of shorts as well. Yeah, in the Champions, in the Champions which is a little yeah, bit, it's a bit weird. Um, which is a little bit odd. But no, I, I, you know, I don't want us to look like Formula One race car yeah, drivers. Exactly. You know, yeah. being plastered with, plastered with about six or seven. But no, I think I think it's it's got its place and and what it, I think it's fine. I never really have a problem with it. It's it's, it's like you said. Sometimes the individual companies. It's like you say. I'm not particularly keen on a million betting companies, but then. We've got a betting company as ours at the moment, so it's 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 just one of them. You've got to take it, um, yeah. you know, take what you can. Sometimes we we went through a phase of not having a sponsor for six months, I think, and we had a different shirt sponsor every month. So you know, once somebody comes along, we're quite happy, really. Yeah, I'm just get some of the other events as well. Um, obviously, they're showing the Community Shield. If you're wondering, when watch that game. Um, the, the, the what did you say it was? The, the, the charity. I've read it. That's why the charity shield. I was reading the the yeah, the, uh, the program from Jumps for Goalposts on their website, and, and somebody's going to be drawing moments as they happen from the charity shield, which is quite impressive. But at the same time, nothing really ever happens in a charity yeah. shield, does it? It's normally well, unless it's Billy Bremner and Kevin King. I was yeah. going to say the seventy four. Oh, you'd yeah. have had, you'd have, they'd have run out of paper. Well, no, was it ninety two? That was a good one. The Leeds Liverpool one. That was a Cantona scored a hat trick. Cantona, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good one. Um, 
yeah, and the guys from the Retro Football Shirt podcast um, are on before us. Um, I imagine talking some football shirts as well, if you listen to their show, Alex and um, Uche over there. So they'll be on before us. Um, Neil Hurd is around on Sunday, who's one of the, another kit guy and done some books about trainers as well. Um, there's retro games, as I said. Um, there's also a lot of kids stuff. So if you want to bring the little ones, there's lots of kids activities. There's a whole kids zone. You may even see a couple of copies of kick lying around in there as well. So, yeah, um, I think I can stop the plugging now. But if it, uh, for one final plug, um, it's August the 3rd and 4th at Printworks in London. Live, uh, alive and kicking live, if I can get that out on the 4th, 11.45, 12.45, but the whole weekend, please do join us. Um, it'd be great to see us. And then if you see us walking around um, afterwards around, just come and say hello. I think they've been encouraged to wear retro shirts on the day. I think Joel might be wearing his retro shirt as well. So oh, I haven't been able to get it. I haven't been able no. to get it. I might be getting a 1980s That's in Cleveland one from somewhere, but you no, I haven't shirt to a 90s podcast. I'm sorry, mate. You know, it's, it's either that or nothing. <laughs> I'm going to start with a yellow card. But, um, yeah, I'm, try- I'm, trying, I'm trying to decide. Um, are you wearing a retro shirt, Matthew, or are you going to come in your normal kind of, you know, attire? No, I'm normal attire all day long. I don't, I don't own I haven't owned a football shirt for since football shirts weren't retro, so I'm not even sure whether if I... Well, as we all know, I gave the last football shirt I bought, I gave to a Celtic fan in... Mark Hughes's testimonial in <laughs> 1994. So unless that guy is coming along to I think footworks it on August the 4th. Surprise, well, surprise, Matthew Christie. This <laughs> could be like a, a Silver Black moment. It yes. could be, yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully see you down there. I know there's a few friends of ours that are heading down as well. I think Sid Lambert might be walking around. I don't know. If I think he might be coming, yeah. Yeah, I think he's coming. So I'm sure we'll be having drinks with him. Greg Lansdowne, that's who I should mention, of course. Um, Mr. Panini himself, he's doing um, another panel on the Sunday as well, which I'll be definitely um, watching that one then. So, yeah, he's been talking, I think it's a few of them talking collectibles uh, across not just the 90s. I want to say 90s, but I think it's a few different decades. Um, so he'll be talking, I'm trying to work out, here it is, uh, with Chris Lee from The Outside podcast as well. He's a friend of the show. Um, Daniel Gray, Matt Caldwell and Belinda Scarlett will be joining Greg Lansdowne for the wonderful world of football memorabilia and collectibles. Um, and talking, to, let's end it here, and talking to friends of the show, uh, Matthew, Paul Hawksby gave us a bit of a shout out today, didn't he? Well, he did, yeah. I mean, not, not exclusively us, but I was obviously listening to the uh, brilliant Hawksby and Jacob show on TalkSport today while I was uh, pretending to do something important. And um, yeah, a couple of the guys that were there from... Uh, from the festival, talking about the My First Football Memory um, exhibition, which, which will obviously be featuring um, over the weekend. And, uh, That's yeah. been done in, uh, has that been done in, in conjunction with Golazzo, our pals? Because I've seen them tweet about that quite a lot. Well, they have, I, secret alert, they have the same PR company. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, of course they do, yeah. <laughs> so probably, yeah. But, uh, well, obviously, Paul, Paul's a, a friend of the show. He, he joined, joined yourself. What five six years ago, maybe more. Oh, we did, we did, we did. Were you on that show, Joel? I can't um, remember. Was, we talked football magazines because he's obviously launched. 90 oh minutes. yes, I was yeah. on that one. Yeah, he launched yeah. ninety minutes back in the day. So yeah, um, very much. Oh yes, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. we talked about yeah because we talked about four four two and everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was once on Hawks here and Jacobs as well in the studio with them talking about the book. So yeah. yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, obviously, I was. You know, there's still time for us to be invited along, but if, you know, if I'll not, then I uh, drop him a DM. Yeah. <laughs> Get Nigel. Mates with the stars. Mates with the stars. I'm turning to Matthew's shoes here. Um, yeah, it'll get Owen Wellsby to come along as well. Right, okay. It, it might be an effort, but yeah. I'll try. Yeah. 
Um, well, join us. That's all. That's the message that we're sending now. Yeah, jump us for goalpost, and uh, it's fourth and fourth of August. We will be there, and I hope to see you, everyone there as well. Say Nigel hello. Nigel Winterburn will be there as well. well. Nigel Winterburn will be there. But in between that, we'll be all tweeting about it. So where can people find you on the Twitter, Matthew? Coming to you first. It is at Matthew J Chris on Twitter and. Surprise, surprise, the same on uh, Instagram as well. You're, you're all about the brand. You are all about the brand. Oh, always. And Mr. Young, where can people talk to you? I'm at Joel, Joel Baby Tweets and uh, Joel Baby Herc on Instagram. Although I have locked down my account for a couple of days for reasons that we won't go into. Okay. Uh, Was it your decision this time or...? So lock down my account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I've, I've, got, I did, I've, got, I did I've got a job interview tomorrow, and yeah, today right. I've been no about Boris. Today I've been yeah. ranting about Boris Johnson. So I thought, right. you know what? Let's just lock it down for just forty-eight hours, and then I'll be yeah. back open to the world. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be that, it'll be a great a great time. And actually, Ash, you're nearly getting excited, aren't you? Because Top of the Pops <laughs> is. Is one year away from being at 1990. Yeah, so when we're talking about our next live show next summer, we might be on the verge of Top of the Pops 90s as well. So, well, well we could, we could, could we not do a, it this week in the Top of the Pops Ooh. 90s? Oh, spin oh well, that, that'll be a thing when that we'll cross that bridge when we get to yeah, it. Yeah, that's our next. That's another decade of our life. That's a, that's a new plan that maps out for us. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. A new well, I said to you, I said to you, the one that we need to watch is the one from 1989, where it's uh, the stalwarts of pop culture. Jenny Powell and Anthea Turner are presenting, Jenny and it's got Powell. both the Stone Roses and the Happy Mondays in the studio. That's a kick-off. That's when the 90s started. Yeah, I was about to say, that is full on, full on a kick-off to the 90s indeed. Um, okay, well, as I, as I keep saying, join us for Jumping as Goalpost, but more importantly, follow us first for all information on the show, and obviously all the 90s nonsense you can ever want, um, at AK90s on Twitter and AK90s Pod on Instagram. Um, you can also rate and review us on iTunes, which a couple of people did recently, left some very, very nice comments. Um, so yeah, we always like to hear them, and it always helps us in the rankings and all that. But yeah, go on iTunes. Well, it gives us an ego boost. Oh yeah, it makes us, it makes us smile. And on days like this, when it's hot and we've got a lunatic for a leader, we need to smile. <laughs> anyway, I've been Ash Rose. He's been Joe Young. He's been Matthew Chris. This has been Alive and Kicking and we're going live at Jumpers for Goldpost. Join us. And until then, keep it 90s. Alive.